0: Matt, uh, have you noticed how great I look? Your outfit is impeccable. Thank you so much. And it is, it is not formal. It no, is it is not. quite informal for today. Here's the thing. I'm wearing sweatpants in public. Yes. This is a rare thing for me. This is
1: uh, this is a man, a professional style advice person.
0: Yes, and I'm going with a full athleisure moment. Because Mack Weldon sweats are so damn
1: comfortable. And they look great. These luxe gray sweats that you're wearing right now are are the gray sweats we're all trying to get to. Yes. You try different brands. You try them on. None of them uh, strike the silhouette that you're striking right now. Thank you very much. They're also very soft,
0: very comfy in every way. Also, let's get personal. Wearing Mack Weldon underwear with them. Me too.
1: Are you really? And mine are kind of red. Yeah. So I, I went a little bold. Wow. And they're so comfortable, and they're great for working out and staying in.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine are blue Uh, With a smart design, (laughs) premium fabrics A simple shopping experience Mack Weldon is definitely better than whatever you're
1: wearing They even have a line of silver underwear and shirts That are naturally antimicrobial Which means they eliminate odor That's good And they're shipped right to your door Yes Uh, And if you don't like your first pair of underwear You can keep it and they'll still refund you No questions asked Oh my god Just go to MackWeldon.com And you get 20% off your first purchase Using the promo code Oh, hey, Matt. Please call me by my chosen name, which is now – I'm going to go with Gen God. I don't understand. What I am referencing is – this is breaking news as of the day we're recording. Uh Uh-huh. Is it Jonathan Chabon? I don't know I if don't I'm saying say his last name right. Uh-huh. I'm going to educate you on him. Fantastic. Um, has legally changed his name to Food God. <laughs> I see. Because he's a foodie, I guess is okay. the idea, and it is, and also claims it's a nickname that Kanye gave him. So Jonathan, I know your reaction is appropriate. So Jonathan is bet. You don't know who this person is at all. I don't. And just for the listener, I have mm-hmm. fully curled into a ball. I am, yeah, I am, just, ta-
0: I am saying these words from a, a nap.
1: He had to like fully take another ch- chair out and use it as an armrest because uh-huh. this is such an exhausting topic. So yeah. I'm going to make it quick. And let me let me just be clear: I'm not anti-Kardashian. You're
0: not. No, I mean oh, they're no. there. I don't love them, but uh-huh. I don't hate them. They're there. And they're there for a reason. They're okay, good. They're popular
1: for a reason. I don't. It's that reason doesn't work on me. But they're popular for a reason. It doesn't totally work on me either, but I do get sucked in at times and I find it so soothing. And I love the, the like soft, like, you know, creamy palette of the show. And sure. they're all done up in kind of beautiful drag makeup. And yeah. their voices are, are very like, they just lull you into a state, mm-hmm. into a trance. Sure. And, um, and I will say they're like very like, surprisingly positive and kind to each other. And they're just like a family who really loves each other uh-huh. unless you get fat, which is what happened to Rob. And he was saying he's, he's had, been had banished a really from like the kingdom. Is that really? Yeah. But he's like kind of being let back in. But Jonathan is basically best known as being Kim's best friend. Yeah.
0: So if things, sorry to
1: interrupt, if no. things had gone slightly differently for Kim Kardashian, this man would be working at the saddle ranch. Well yeah 100%. I yeah. mean he he did have a reality show of his own that I think was about like like cutthroat LA publicists oh, maybe. Jesus and ha- and and has a you know um I don't know how to he looks yanked. His his face uh-huh. looks has a little has a bit of plastic surgery sure. face which yeah. is always intriguing uh, on a on a man. Here's what's most interesting when like now we know him best for being the guy that comes over and like curls up on the couch with Kim while they eat their salads and they gossip. Uh-huh. But this is a straight man. Oh, and if you if I were to show you even just a photo of him right now, you would uh-huh. be surprised by that. And yeah, and you did, you did, you sent me a link to this story.
0: And, yeah, and he, yeah, he did, he gave me your mind gave this me a specific to... neighborhood within West Hollywood. Uh, well, you know what uh, I mean, yeah,
1: of course, yeah. This he he served full Westbourne. It, it, you know, I can't believe you said that because I lived on Westbourne. And well, see, there you I go. I felt like all of my neighbors looked like Jonathan Chabon. Yeah, and it's it. it but then I'm, I guess my question is like, is it a weird reaction that I'm just like, like I can't believe this closeted gay guy is pretending to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, explain. Well, it, his 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 behavior, his persona, his lifestyle, uh-huh. all of it. You just assume he is a. Gay man, yeah, and you and you. I think people sort of look at him like with an eye roll of just like I can't believe this guy's still closeted. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Do we have? Should do we need to expand our tolerance to include straight men who may legitimately be straight, but? you know, behave like this person?
0: Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I guess um, by definition we have to, it's a rainbow. It he's, he, he represents a color on the rainbow. I don't know which one.
1: I guess we have to make, I don't know. Well, Not God bless him. And now he's, he's food him. God because he enjoys food. food. God, that's what he is being called. Well, good for him. Yeah. Good of being called things. Oh, Matt, I saw it. Oh. I saw
0: Call me by your name. And all I'm doing for the rest of my life is listening to like Ryuichi, Sakamoto and Italian pop songs from 1983.
1: I have started listening to the soundtrack.
0: The soundtrack is insanely good. Yeah. It's so crazy and love my way in that context sounds completely new and fresh. Yeah. The psychedelic first yeah, song. I might just is blank usually eyed about I did see this. you yeah. fully <laughs> go blank. Um yeah, you usually hear it on like, you know, first wave on Sirius XM or on like an 80s compilation or something mm-hmm. and it's, you know, Hey, Mickey is on there, and some Echo and the Bunny Man song is on there, or whatever. Yeah. This is complete. This is what you would be listening to in Northern Ireland in 1983, oh. if your dad's some kind of archaeology professor, yeah, and you're uh, and you're making out with uh, Army Hammer, you're maybe a young John Butler just leaning yeah. on a, on the bar, and yeah. You know. Oh, you guys, I have to tell you, it is such a beautiful movie. It is absolutely gorgeous in every way. Uh, I'm in love with both of the leads. Yeah, um, I uh, there are peaches in my home now. Um, you'll understand Peace? in oh, a peaches. week. Peaches. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Army Hammer is uh, is perfect, and I want to. I I want to uh, convert to Judaism. I want to. Uh, I want to wear baggy
1: polo shorts. Yep. Uh, the the movie has fully changed my life. This is all. I feel all of that just by having like watched the preview, read the reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm preaching about this movie as if I've seen it. and I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like I'm the only like gay man in Los Angeles who hasn't seen some kind of there is man screening yet. A but.
0: flourishing "Call Me by Your Name" Twitter scene Big, happening.
1: Oh, that that gif of Army Hammer dancing oh is is really uh, has has you know Ugh. penetrated my soul in yeah. a way. I'm uh, I'm sexually uh, turned
0: on by high tops now. Uh, The movie has fully changed my life. It is fantastic. And I can't wait to discuss it.
1: Yeah. Well, well, hopefully I'm going to see it next week and then we can really dive in.
0: Yeah. And we're not going to spoil it. No. We'll wait a a tasteful couple of weeks before we get into real plot details. Right? Uh, Okay. So here's here's something we should discuss. Yes. In the wake of Kevin Spacey, do we need to be in a defensive posture about a movie uh, that concerns a relationship between a 23-year-old man and a 17-year-old man?
1: Because I feel like yes. that's the take that's coming down the pike, and I feel like it's—I—I I, I know what my uh, response is, but I don't know how to articulate. I know that it's not the same, and I right. know that it's not okay to compare them, but I don't know that I can quite articulate why. Well, seventeen and fourteen are different.
0: Uh, without spoiling mm-hmm. too much in the movie, the you know the boy is uh, a little not not the aggressor, but is yeah. is worldly and knows in Broadway is what he wants. Right. And he's not, you know, a 14-year-old sitting watching, you know, yeah. Double Trouble or whatever. And he's you know. like
1: maybe just finishing puberty. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And okay. yeah,
0: and there's no point, again, spoiler alert, there's no point at which Army Hammer just like molests him. Right. You Doesn't know what I mean? Doesn't
1: pick him up and throw him down on a bed and put no. himself on top of him, no. which is what. There are no sexual assaults. Right.
0: It's a It's a beautiful love story. But I do, I do feel like every, like a couple like, yeah, You know, smarty pants gay guys probably, like, mm-hmm. you know, who – you know, your milos and whatever are probably yeah. going to, you know, do that take and then yeah. a right-wing people. So I feel like we have to get ready for that.
1: Yeah. But I I think we're talk, be we touched on this. that uh, James Woods tried to call them out on Twitter and uh, referenced Nambla. Nambla? Oh, Namb- great. National yeah. – Amer- man-boy-love, yeah. you know, pedo organization, Here basically. is a fun fact about James Woods. He can go fuck himself. Mm, How about that? That is a really hot
0: take. Thanks. Uh, we're gonna take a little break. We are back in moments with Justin Sayre! Wow. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to keep raving about my jewel sous vide.
1: Yes, tell us more about
0: chef's step jewel sous vide. I love it so much. It makes things so easy, and it cooks things to exactly the right doneness level. Wait, so you can cook meats in there? Yes, poultry. Yes, fish. Yes. Wow. Uh, eggs. Like I told you, I do scrambled eggs in there, silky custardy. Like you're in some kind of fancy fresh French restaurant. I'm so hungry. Will you please cook for me and have me over? Oh, my God. I would absolutely love to. Uh, it's, it's sous vide, which used to only be kind of the, uh, the, the province of, of fancy restaurants. But now yeah. you can do it in, in, in the comfort of your own home. Uh, make sure your food will never over or undercook so you can focus on your guests. Yeah. You can whip up some amazing sides. Uh, there is also an app, a Ooh. Jewel app. Uh, and a ton of recipes in there, so you can uh, you can expand your horizons. If your guests are running late, if you're lingering over cocktails longer than you expected, don't even trip. It's sous vide. It can't overcook your wow. food.
1: Yeah. Wow, Jewel. Jewel. Perfect food. Every time. To get yours, just visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel and use the code HOMOPHILIA, and you'll get $15 off for a limited time. That is chefsteps.com
0: slash J-O-U-L-E code Homophilia. Get it. Invite me over. Thank you. Yummy. Ah.
1: Yes. The struggle, Matt, is outrageously real. Oh, you must be talking about Frank and Fiona and the rest of the Gallagher clan on the Showtime comedy series Shameless. Yeah, that's right. They support homophilia. And
0: they're back. And they're more dysfunctional than ever. They're living that South Side life on their
1: own terms with no exceptions. That's the Gallagher family way. The Huffington Post says Shameless has changed the game, and the only place you can see new episodes is on Showtime. Mm-hmm. William H. Macy, mm-hmm. Emmy Rossum, mm-hmm. a couple, couple young gay dudes yes.
0: who, are, who are hot as F. Uh, stream new episodes every Sunday, only on Showtime. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with... Uh, a very special guest who is a multi-hyphenate yep. in every way. Oh, He's yes. a comedian. He's a writer. Mm-hmm. He's a personality. He's a bon vivant. A performer. A performer. And uh,
1: a legend in the making. Yes. <laughs> Please welcome Justin, <laughs> Justin Sayre. Justin Sayre. Hi, everybody. How are you?
2: Good. I'm good. How you? Good. You prefer they. I apologize. Sure. Oh, no, that's fine. I don't mind. It's early. <laughs> it is early. It is it's early. early. And the cold brew has not yet kicked in. Who, I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I really, I'm so lackadaisical about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be on a float for anything like that. Mm-hmm. No, Okay, good. <laughs> but you are, you are serving up luck. Sure. Well. You have to. I love it. Thanks. Yeah, can you walk Thanks. us through your silk look for those you know? This is, there's, there's there's like a paisley moment mm-hmm. at the top, and yeah. then it kind of descends into a paisley madness at the bottom. It's long and flowy. Yeah, it you feels know. comfy. Yeah. Oh, it is very comfy. In very a gorgeous comfy. Gorgeous
1: kind of felt hat.
2: Sure. And it even matches the burgundy. So you know, it's it's pl- it was planned. Sure. It was yeah. planned. I can tell you. Some prayer beads, or just some regular. Just beads? some beads. Just, just some beads. beads. So I have something to do. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm jealous of that. Some people bring yeah. books. I bring beads. Yeah, <laughs> soothing. You know, it is very soothing. You'd yeah. be surprised.
1: I'm excited to ask you. Uh, what the question we normally jump in with with guests here is, what are you watching? Which I do want to know. But it's sure. as just as a a a fan and observer of yours from afar it it all and I, I say this uh with love it almost strikes me that yeah. you you might be someone who does not own a TV, and not in the shitty like uh, bragging about not owning a TV yeah. way, but like you're you're of another place in time is what I'm trying to say. It's true. Yes, when I'm in home a, churning butter <laughs> in a great yeah. way. Yeah, but you're also a successful sitcom writer. I mean, sure. I'm assuming you're watching. No, I watch. I watch
2: some television. I watch, I enjoy some television. What are you I watching do. these days? What am I watching? The oh, you know, <laughs> this is so shameful. But I'll tell you, there's no shame in this room. No, no are you sure? I'm very into Outlander. Have you watched that? Oh no! I have not seen that, but I hear it's hot, hot, hot. It's it's if you if somewhere in your being. There's like a forty year old suburban mom that has a little chardonnay addiction. Uh Sit yourself, curl up on a couch. Oh yeah, and watch some Outlander. Yeah, it's about a lady, a British lady doctor who travels back in time to get old Scottish ass and gorgeous Scottish ass. Apparently, they had CrossFit in Edinburgh in 1780 (laughs) because it's insanity. And she's just banging it out. She's teaching him about the clitoris. It's very pro women. I'm very into it. Wow. wow, I never, I didn't even know the premise of oh, it Oh! Well, okay, it was a series of movies, right? What? No, it was a series of books. Oh. And it was like books that you bought in airports, uh-huh. that your mom read in an airport. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and now it's a television show for your mom to get off on the couch. I'll be
1: damned. You just described my true being. America. Yeah. a <laughs> 40-year-old <laughs> woman. Oh, totally oh Heather now. is just under the surface oh, Yes.
2: Pull up a chair, oh, I'm ladies. I'm so
1: excited to have something to dive into. <laughs> yeah. And oh my
2: God, it's heaven on earth. And it's one of those like Game of Thrones where everybody's hair is perfect, right? Perfect. And you don't know who, how 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 yeah. they're dealing with the plague, but everybody has conditioner. I have a vague
1: memory of there being like a, a like a hot man on man sex scene that made there, made there's there's waves There's a few. Recently.
2: There's a few early on, and then apparently everybody who's British is a homosexual in the 1780s, which is wow. fine by me. Sure. I, I think of them. That. Uh, that's how I always thought about that it. That is an excellent recommendation. Oh yeah, get into it. Get Jeez. into it, Outlander. We're multiple seasons list. in at this point, right? That just means there's more for you to yes. enjoy. Oh, I've got an embarrassing <laughs> amount of time on that's my hands just... to binge all of this. I'm Take sure. a run at it. And, and it's on. Really? It's, it's, on, it's on stars, a, right? Yes, I think it's on stars. It's stars. Wow. Everybody's making
1: content now. <laughs> you cannot keep up. You can't. You can't. So you're no. in town uh, for a couple more weeks and then you're headed back to New York. Yes,
2: I go back to New York. To yeah. do a show at Joe's to do Pub. It, yeah. Can you tell uh, us about that? Life. Uh, I, so I've had a residency at Joe's for about... God, I've been about there almost five years, I think, now. Wow. Um, well, I used to do my show called The Meeting there every month. Mm-hmm. And then that ended in May. So I've been going back and doing these kind of like sit-downs, so like a weekend. And uh, this show that I'm going to do now is called Eggplants, Peaches, and Tears. Because <laughs> I thought those little squirt marks were tears. Yep, <laughs> Yeah. Made sense to me. Sure, and nobody corrected me for a very long time until I said it out loud, and I was like, "Oh, well, why are you sending me tears? <laughs> they can't, they they can't be fully intended to be.
1: I
0: mean, Drops you never know, jizz, can they? I mean, I, like that's not what the no, I, they're I repurposed,
2: thought. right? They're just droplets, right? But they I are, assumed those droplets they're also I they they believe, blue in shade, yeah. Right? yeah. They're not white, no. So, so you can understand is, my confusion. Yeah, it's
1: open to interpretation. Absolutely, yeah. there could be
2: sweat. There
1: could be That's a lot of I things. That's what I thought. I thought oh, it was see, sweat. Very much. I, I had a sexy association with it, but I thought it was like, oh, I'm sexy sweating. sweats. I
2: have yeah, yeah. nothing. I don't. I don't find an emoji sexy at all. No. Like there's this gentleman I've been speaking to on Grinder, and his whole profile is just a little squirrel with a nut, and I'm like, that's gosh,
1: yeah. but he's
2: hot, so I keep talking to him. <laughs> oh man, but he's got a strike against him. That's right. Oh, already, Not already.
1: Good. I'm excited to fully dive into your Grinder profile and <laughs> yeah. everything that's oh, going yeah. on in there. Oh, we'll get. There. Can I tell? Ta- oh, we will. Boy, we yeah. will. Before well, we stick do, a pin in that, yeah. can you talk? tell us more about um, your residency? So the meeting is um, a, a something I've heard about for yeah, years. Yeah,
2: yeah. The meeting was a comedy variety show that I did downtown in New York for about eight years overall. Mm-hmm. And it was um, set up around this organization called the International Order of Sodomites, mm-hmm. of which I was the chairman. And every and month – And founder as well? or is And a fa- – well – I'm not that old, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. And uh, every month we would celebrate a different gay icon of we would invite kind of Broadway folks uh-huh. and downtown performers to interpret their work. So it was always something new. It was, you know, songs you might have known and songs you didn't know, but it was an interesting way to kind of dive into different kind of people's work yeah. and not have to – uh, no Grace Jones, but you get to go hear a bunch of Grace Jones songs and be introduced to some of her music. And you're also having a conversation with Grace Jones. Through, oh, on, on top of this, uh, always spiritually. Well, sure, <laughs> I mean I'm always all? having a conversation. My whole life is a conversation with Grace Jones, <laughs> just <so> we've never <laughs> met. So
0: <laughs> she, came uh, to, uh, she came to she came to XM when I was when I was there uh, last year. And Sway, you know Sway, the like the the morning hip hop guy. Sure. Oh, yeah. sure. he was like, oh there's fucking Grace Jones, right? I got to go talk to her. And uh, and he was like, "Hi, I'm Sway." And she was like, "So, yeah, <laughs> like just and? fully." No. And then and it was like at first it stung, but then he was like, "No, that is that's the Grace Jones experience. Absolutely. That is what you want. If she Did was she friendly to you, it would be counterfeit. Somehow. Look
1: like Grace Jones. Pardon? Did she look like Grace Jones? Oh, yeah, you've seen her." Of course, yeah. I mean, I, she's. Fully. I she's wearing like one of these on her head, uh-huh. pointing to yeah. like a, just a random like yellow felt square. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah she's turned out at all times. Sorry wow. to interrupt. No, no. Was it's she true. was she like
2: a uh, like a formational gay icon for you? No, no. Who was she? Came later. Uh-huh. Grace she's a a Jones came. Cut. She's a deeper cut. Uh, for me, well, I was very into Judy. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> sorry. No, please. Very into no. Judy. No. Very into Judy, and then I think people like I'm. As you said earlier, I'm I'm an older cut, so I like I like Elizabeth Scott movie at three in the morning. I you don't, don't even get crit- know who
1: Elizabeth Scott is.
2: Google it. <laughs> wow, lesbian. Did a what? whole bunch of noir movies and then <sighs> got kicked out because she refused to get married.
1: Wow! Wow! And now as and a- she
2: talks just like me. Yeah, <laughs> so- <laughs> have, you modeled, yeah, have you modeled? your presentation I really on have. Her? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, can we talk a little bit more about Judy? Because I, I have sure, such. Absolutely. I was a, I was yes, a, a wizard of Oz, which I've sure. talked about oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah. But I, but I, you know, I, I know uh, of what I speak to a certain extent. But sure. true Judy fans, I have such. Reverence for, but yeah. did you did you reach a point where you were like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm just like everyone. I you know I, I need to I need to delve further into gay icons because this one is is stretched too thin. No,
2: no, no. So she I still never does felt- it for you. Oh, Come absolutely, absolutely. Listen, when I'm in a really bad place, mm-hmm. like death's door. Yeah, you you watch Judy Garland sing Old Man River in that black dress. <laughs> Your life's—you're going to live another day. You might not like that day, but you're going to do it. So is that your like, favorite version of oh Judy? Oh, my God. I don't like—unlike a lot of people, I don't like, like, young, happy Judy. Yeah. I like a couple of drinks in Judy. Yeah. Me, I like old, getting stormy into Judy. it, playing with the hair, and there's yeah. no hair to play with. That's what I like. That's what I like.
1: This. I have a random piece of trivia in my mind that I think might be false, but I have a feeling you can probably put this to—but that, uh, that the— I have like a vague association that the play The Boys in the Band yes. is got got its name because Judy used that term to refer to her gay fans or something. This is probably an easily google Googleable. thing. I think that might be true.
2: I think that might it be true. It feels true. Yeah. You know that's coming back to Broadway. Right? I saw. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about that? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't mean to – I'm happy people are working and I'm happy there's gay place. Yeah. But, you know – do you feel like we don't we don't need it at this time well you know it's that it's that play that they're just awful to each other yeah. for 2 hours about being gay and i'm like oh, come on yeah at least, like, I don't know, do an updated version where we all just text each other. And you just read the horrible things we're all saying <laughs> just about Just sit in the dark and read texts. Absolutely. Just do it as an installation. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony and the Johnsons can sing, and it'll be great. Oh, we'll just now we talking. It. No, I'm telling. All right. What,
1: what is your play that you're doing a reading of?
2: Oh, my play. I'm doing a reading of this new play called Mother of God. <laughs> Uh, and it's written about this woman. I used to, well, it's not directly about this woman, but I, the town I lived in, we were all Catholics. And where is that? In Little Forty Fort, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. And, uh, And this woman was this spinster. She lived alone when I was a kid, and she rode her bike around. She had adult braces, and she was just a pariah. Like, people just were like, oh, God. (laughs) You know, and I was fascinated by her because I thought, what kind of life do you have? Like, imagine if you were a small-town spinster. What would your life be? Uh, Yeah. I mean— Probably very similar to my life currently, <laughs> but <laughs> just as much takeout I can tell you. And uh, she and I thought, oh, I want to write a play about a woman who's living that. So that's what the play is kind of about.
1: So this is like a one-woman.
2: No, no, no. It's okay. there's a few characters in it. It's about her and her brother kind of reconnecting a little bit. Wow. So yeah, I'm doing a I'm doing a play. I'm doing a reading of that. And will you be in it as well? No, 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 no. Why not? Because I want to hear it. I've never heard it yet, so I'm, I'm going to just go and hear it and see what okay. happens. But, but when, yeah. it, when it is finally put up on its feet, no, are you going to get you? No. No. I'm okay. not. I'm very, I'm very not specific. I realize that I'm very specific. So if I ever write anything for myself, I'm always like, gay man in a sheet walks in. (laughs) I mean like I know I'm a specific type. I'm not gonna stretch. I have this voice and this weird look to me. It's just okay. That'll be fine. So if that person pops up in a play, then fine. But otherwise no. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and people can see plenty of you on stage. Sure, I try. You do on cabaret a lot. Yeah,
2: and I'm doing a lot more stand up. I actually did stand up. Have you ever been to Flappers in Burbank? Sure. Oh yeah, it's a great club. It is very fun. And but this guy that I used to date, I follow him on Instagram. Uh huh. And he does comedy there. And he doesn't do well, but he posts the videos anyway. So when I went, (laughs) you know how people are. People are like, here's me failing. And I'm like, why do we need to watch this? Yeah. (laughs) Got (laughs) to (laughs) get (laughs) the (laughs) content (laughs) out even before it's ready.
1: (laughs) Good or not. Good or
2: not. No. So I went to Flappers the other night to perform, and I thought, I have to do well. I have to do well just to beat them for myself. Well, And is it a a traditional stand-up audience there? Oh, it wasn't that night, but we got them. You got them? <laughs> oh, sure, sure. But how you A couple did you do jokes. It? I just told them. Once you kind of get it, I find that once I've off-put them enough that I'm like, oh, look at this. I'm in heels and a jacket. Uh-huh. I can just kind of talk about sex and they'll be fine. Get oh, yeah, a couple of laughs and be like, asshole. Ha, ha, ha. And people laugh. And you I'd present like,
0: yourself with such confidence that an audience wants to relax into your sex. Yes,
2: That's uh, – yeah. Well, I think – but that comes from just doing it. hmm because after a certain point, you're like, oh, it's 10 minutes. Yeah. Like you'll just get through it or yeah. you won't. You won't die. Right. And you've talked to people before, so you can just go and talk to just them. Just go and do it. Yeah. That's, I, I think after a certain point, having done it for so long, yeah. I, when I talk to people that are like new or scared, or that, I'm like, it's just talking. Uh-huh. And then it'll be over. Yeah. And you'll go home and yeah. still have a life. So yeah. you'll be fine. It will end. Yeah, and it uh, will. Surely end. Yeah. it will end. And yeah. will
1: you do like traditional clubs and do like tour dates and all that stuff? Yeah,
2: too? that's. I'm. I just got offered the um, Gay Ski Weekend in Aspen, so I'm oh, going to go do fun. that with Come Julie on. Gold, uh, 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 Julie, Julie Goldman. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I'm doing. I'm doing a bunch of stuff like that and trying to do a little more traditional things. But who, who knows? Who are the comedians you grew up loving? Well I this is a weird thing I uh I was raised a lot by my grandparents and my grandmother her uh her brother ran a radio station so he had all these old records of, like, old radio shows. So I grew up listening to people like Jack Benny and Uh and Burns and Allen because that was how my grandmother got her drinking done. Like, here, entertain yourself. (laughs) So I listened to that and was like, oh, here's timing. Here's all that. But then we got HBO One Christmas
1: Mm.
2: as a present, Uh a group present. And uh, I I think I watched every George Carlin special from then on. Absolutely. I mean, that was just I think that was, even now, you don't, that was such smarts Mm -hmm. and, like, breaking down huge issues into little stuff that I was like, that man's a genius. Uh Even as a kid, I could watch that and just be like, oh, wow. And I like a lot of, there's a lot of fun stuff I like now and, like. I I was very lucky in, in the time that I was in New York to kind of come up with a lot of really funny and great people like Bridget Everett and yes. Cola Scola and John Early, like we all and Aaron Markey, like we were all kind of around and doing each other's shows and doing all that. So I feel kind of informed by that. Yeah. That space that we were we all kind of shared together for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean it it, it I, I can't imagine you in the more um
2: traditional queer, you know, the, the ants of the world, Mm -hmm. like the, the,
1: you know, the, just no, uh,
2: no. I mean, that was the, I mean, that was kind of the Joe's pub thing as well. It was like, we, it was alternative cabaret. We were doing these weird shows like with very much with like Justin Bond and Kiki and Herb Mm -hmm. and Joey Arias and all that kind of happening. And, and it was really kind of came out of that. that You were like, oh, okay, we'll just make these shows or make what happens here. Wow. Yeah. We are gonna take a break. Yes we are. And we will be
1: back to talk about Justin Sayre's dirty sexy life.
2: Oh god.
0: Jimmy Pardo is an American treasure. Oh, he is the best. I love him so much. You uh, you know him as one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. You know him from his pre, well, current podcast, Never Not Funny, one of the first. Yeah. He was a trailblazer. Now he's got a brand new one. It's super fun. It's called Playing Games with Jimmy Pardo. You can listen to it ad-free and one week early on Stitcher
1: Premium. And if you listen to Jimmy's other podcast, Never Not Funny, you're going to love this because he's joined by a different celebrity guest co-host every week, mm-hmm. welcomes three call-in contestants so people can participate and then he tests their knowledge of movies and TV and music and headlines from the last five decades. Uh-huh. Scott
0: Ackerman's been on. Oh. Rich summer has been on. Mm. Uh, Nikki Glaser. Mm. So many more great ones coming down the line. I have not yet received a phone call, but you know what? I'm just going to assume it's coming. It's coming. Jimmy, Uh check out ad-free episodes of Playing Games with Jimmy
1: Pardo one week early only on Stitcher Premium. Go to stitcherpremium.com slash playing games and use promo code homophilia for a free month. We are back, Justin. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's start with that grinder profile, that grinder convo that's ongoing. (laughs) It
2: sounds like that you're having could be ongoing, could be on. See, I I have to say this. I'm a grinder. I'm a person on grinder that doesn't want to be rushed. Oh. I don't like a, "Can I come over and do this right now?" No, you can't. No. I have a schedule, I have things to do. Yeah, I have I television don't know to watch?: who I don't, are?: No. No. You can't just do that. So you treat it more just like a This a way is a to... mere introduction, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's it.: So this you prefer it. to meet in person, maybe for a coffee. Oh, we can meet at per- we can meet in person naked, uh-huh. but I need a little warming. I, I need a little, I need to know what you do and yeah, what your yeah, life's yeah. mm-hmm. about. A, you, little a wooing has to happen Absolutely. even if it's over a little wooing. A yeah. little
1: repartee. Absolutely. Just a little something. And mm-hmm. so are you, will you more likely, uh, you know, start the interaction or wait for someone?
2: I'm, right? I like a woof and I like a little tap. Uh-huh. I like that because I think that's just a little like, oh, hello. It's a signal. It's a People hey, are annoyed with it. Yeah. I understand. To me, it's like. You come up with the witty thing to say first. Oh, but you see, know what I mean? Yeah. But don't you find that it's like, what, what, I already I have yeah. to come up with something witty to say on Grindr 3 in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. But I honestly, can't yeah, imagine. I mean, you, you
1: should be expected to say something witty if you were on a date in person or else, Oh, sure, I
2: would. But, you know, I'd also be expected to say hello. That's true. How about that? That is a good place to start. Think about that. <laughs> and are you using a, a recognizable face pick? Oh, I. <laughs> this is so terrible, but I hate my picture taken. I hate it on high. I hate to have my picture taken. I don't ever take a selfie or anything. I can't. T- I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part of it. No. I just I want to imagine what I look like and you live in the f- world where that, that is the reality. <laughs> Where I'm walking through the world like a 40 year old Maggie Smith, just long and limping, <laughs> rather than the pot bellied man I am. No. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't do that. So whenever I have like friends of mine who are photographers take pictures of me, I'm always like, and just take one for the grinder, just for me. Just uh-huh. and they, and they yeah, always yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, I I squeeze out. So the lighting is optimal. <laughs> very, oh, there. The angles are just. But right. also not. Deceptive. Uh-huh. I take a midland photo. I don't take something that makes me like. There's no mirrors You're not involved. Up a ton of filters. No, and, because yeah. I think I, I want to exceed your expectations yeah, when you show up to the house. And how often is someone saying, "Hey, big fan"? Ah, uh, not much in Los Angeles. San Francisco, they go crazy. Sure, they love me up there. But Not in Los Angeles. Nobody you know what? cares about They me. do, but they won't let you know that's in Los Angeles. True. That's oh, right. they love
0: you, but they don't want to give you the upper hand by letting you know. Oh, and in fact, so, they'd
1: be very excited to then be with you and eventually your credentials start to, to seep out. Uh-huh. And they'd love to be like, oh, I've never, never
2: seen that, never heard of it, don't mm-hmm. care. Oh, really? And it's all a lie. Oh, it's good. It's a big lie. Oh, that's nice. It's a well constructed lie, but it's that's a lie. That's nice to know. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, yeah no, nobody cares.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they do. Trust me, uh, what, how long has this uh, interaction been going with the squirrel nut guy?
2: This one, he was a sudden, well, I have to tell you, recently, I don't I think it's because it's cold and they're, they're all getting, I like, I like small and mean as my type, just tiny, <laughs> mean people. And they seem to, there seems to be a trend right now where they're getting a lot of seasonal depression and I mm-hmm. think I'm catching them right on the descent. Okay. So they're like, you're coming up and they're coming up. I'm out? coming up because I love the cold yeah. and the winter and the dark. Yeah. And they're just dr- drifting because they're summer people. And yeah. I'm like, come to me. I I hold warmth and fruit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and broth. <laughs> and br- exactly. <laughs> and broth. <laughs> I'm a brothy lover. I love that. I <laughs> hope that's what your profile says. Oh, uh, it's going to be right yeah, after we eat leave it, Right you away. You know. Right. <laughs> so I've been. Just recently, I've been catching dicks left and right. Wow. I can't. Oh, just a light It's ball. your heyday. We're it catching people really, of your heyday. It really, it really is. Just as we head into the darkness, yeah, that's a when I really seasonal affect. Absolutely. Oh yeah, it's been great. It's been great. I have it bad. Why?
1: I, oh, I just I, I I think I'm just a naturally like depressive person, and I use sure. a lot of superficial things keep me up, 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 up because sure. I don't want to I don't want to sink into it. Yeah. And this is a tough time of year for me. It is. It oh. is. Dark at five. Do you need one of those lamps? Oh yes, I saw that on. I learned about it from Broad City. Sadly, those <laughs> uh, those. Uh, but I just saw it recently, and I was like, I'm going to order one of those. It's an L, not an yeah. LED, but um, it's certain sort, of, sort of UV rays coming uh-huh. at you that. Yeah. yeah, I do need that. That's
0: Bring out the great. vitamin
2: D. Yes, warm oh, yourself artificially. You know what? Like French fries? Whatever mm-hmm. works. I, I, Whatever works. If you're really depressed, I, I, I like it. I like it because I'm I'm a cold person. Mm-hmm. I like the cold. I like it when it's dark. Yeah. Uh-huh. It just feels right to me. So was your first relationship at this time of year? No. When, no, when I, was it? Where was it? Oh, well, I've had a series. I I don't know that I've had a quote-unquote relationship. Uh-huh. That's been a, a, a sticking point because I – Usually, I've had such poor taste that I've been that anything going like longer than a couple months, people are like, there's an intervention stage. Like, we, we, I dated a guy that stole all the drugs in my house, and I lived with like 16 people. And there was a lot of drugs there. Oh wow! Well. We were like, "How did he get in the vents? How did he do this? Like it was insanity." <laughs> and we kind of admired him for a minute because we we're like, "This is a serious operation." He's like a, a cat burglar of some type, oh, which well. was very exciting for a minute. Sure. Um. So yeah. So I I get out very. I'm either told to get out or get out myself very quickly. Um. But yeah. But uh. Yeah, no, I haven't really had one. Mm. Isn't that shame? Well,
1: no. it's interesting. I've, this is a bit of a recurring theme on this show. Is it? Is that when we have, I mean, I will say, uh, I'm I'm thinking of like specifically funny gay men, yeah, who uh, are by you know like by all standards a catch, sure. uh, who have not had a
2: serious relationship. Well cuz I think funny doesn't work in the gay community. I don't think funny works. It works to uh, for uh, for for certain things. You're great at a brunch. Yeah. Yeah. You're great at a wedding. Yeah. But who wants to no nobody cares. And like a funny a funny if I was straight I'd oh. be married with kids tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. But nobody cares about a funny gay man because every gay man thinks he's funny. Yeah, and everyone wants to be the funniest. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so why the be the
1: king of that hill? Is that right. especially the types of gay guys who do not value being funny, who think that they're
2: funny, are oh. so not. So not funny. So not funny. Oh, terrible. Oh. Terrible. But what was your – okay, so let's let's get into your first
0: experience. Sure. Like yeah. your first relationship-esque Sure. Situations. All right. How old were you when you had your first sort of... Uh.
2: Well, I moved to New York. I moved to New York when I was 17. Mm-hmm. And... uh fawn. A fawn. The, a fawn. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, I looked about 30. I've always looked about 30. Uh-huh. So that was pretty easy. And um, I... I had a hot minute where I was bisexual. I did that sure. whole thing. Because I've really, I've always enjoyed women. I prefer to hang out with women. So it just seemed like I'm not going to give women up
1: completely. Sure. And may I ask, are, there, are you having sex with women during this time period?
2: No. 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 no.
1: Okay. No. Dating and... Uh, Hanging around. Gotcha. Let's not say dating. <laughs> okay.
2: Just keeping my options open. Yeah. I just moved to New York, and and there was was a lot I hadn't done. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So (laughs) I went around and kind of whored around early on because an older gay man told me it was the best way to learn the subway. He said— I said I, do, I said I was panicked about learning this subway, and he said, listen, just start sleeping with people in other boroughs mm. and you'll always know how to get home. Uh-huh. It'll like fight That's or flight will so kick in. Wise. And you will know how to get home. And I to this day, if you tell me where you need to be by three o'clock, I can get you there, all transfers and everything. Oh. All man. based on a history of discs in every borough. Been to Jamaica Queens. Why? Dick, wow. <laughs> you know, and we, but you're not meeting these guys on apps. So you no, you're no, I was. Them. Well, this yeah, was, where are this was like gay dot com. Do you remember gay dot com? Oh yeah, manhunt. Yeah, a manhunt. Oh, we did it all. Yeah, Adam for Adam. Oh sure, sure. Did all were that no shortage. So yeah, I did that, and then I would go to bars, but I never. I didn't think I I didn't think I I've even to this day, I wish there was a nice gay bar. There's never a nice yeah. gay bar. What, what, what were your what were your bars of choice? I used to go let's do a deep dive. <laughs> I used to go to the Monster Inn. Do you remember the Monster? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because there were windows and I thought, oh, I can see what's going on in there and there I you can go. see out too, so there's always an mm-hmm. option. That's a great place. Uh, and then I used to go to uh Julius, I still go to Julius quite a bit. Julius is fantastic, fantastic, and go to and the Mattachine party and a burger, mm-hmm. which is great. And you shouldn't eat in a gay bar, but I have eaten in a gay bar. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. By the sure. way, last time I was there for Mattachine, the music stopped. Parker Posey got up on the bar, delivered an eight-minute monologue.
1: I what? was there. Were you right? really? Of course. What? Yes.
0: What was this monologue? It was just. It was just like this tragic sort of. Monologue oh, that a like friend an had it yeah. Oh, actual – Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like a piece Wow. in the middle. And people sat in reverent silence. Oh, yeah. And just soaked it all up.
2: Oh, well, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm love blown it. away by it. It's this. The, the greatest, so the greatest party because they play vinyl. Yeah. And they play like deep – Amber Martin and, and uh, my friend De DiCarlo are, are two of the DJs. And they play like deep cut Dolly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, oh, just you will crazy hear wow. stuff that you've never album heard. Track. And you're like, oh, my God and
1: you're describing oh, a decidedly different scene in the gay bars in Los Angeles. Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: This kind of thing must exist somewhere, but I have not found no, it.
2: No, no. I mean, I don't I don't go to West Hollywood at all. Have you have you dipped a toe and I've gone a few times and gotten terrible hives. Because it's just like, I know, I know I'm not supposed to be here either. (laughs) Just forgive me. You know, (laughs) I just want to leave. It is a lot of pressure. It's a lot. And it's not that I sit there and go, oh, why don't I have a six-pack or why am I not on a box dancing for my life? It's just, I just... I don't know why. Where he? I just don't know what's happening. Yeah, I get I, very it, it's confused. A, it's a
1: time capsule from kind of the early two thousands as well. A, little, in bit. Terms a little bit of mentality and style and all of it. It's
0: frozen in amber for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it has definitely not evolved. the The beat is
1: still playing at the Abbey. Yeah. That's been playing since nineteen ninety six. Yeah, an sure. aggressively unpleasant
2: beat. That, oh, But sure. is
1: a brilliant mental trick because it makes you go. You know why I'm not enjoying this? I'm not drunk
2: enough, and I'm going to
1: go yes. in. I'm going to get drunk, and then you and then you do. Well, see, and,
2: I stopped drinking. Drinking? Oh, tell us so about that. I just stopped. I didn't have a problem. <laughs> I'm just... very quick to. I'm very quick to say I wasn't an alcoholic. Yeah, right, huh? right. No, I just stopped. I just was. I something happened when I hit thirty that I was like, oh, I just one drink and I'd have a hangover. Yeah, yeah. It's not I fun. thought, oh, it's not worth it. Yeah. So I just stopped, and it's been fine. I actually prefer not drinking now.
1: And do you have drinking buddies who are disappointed, or you know? No, people,
2: no, no, because I'm just as fun. Of course. I mean, I wasn't. You know, I I doubt I was that fun when I was like shit faced and saying something awful to yeah. people. Yeah. You don't strike yeah. me as somebody who needs to have their inhibitions lowered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, I'll talk about anything, yeah. anybody don't need to convince yourself you have yeah, a personality no. with a few drinks, which <laughs> yeah. is what I normally no. do. <laughs> no, it does. I do. I do get little edibles so I can go places. Because oh, I do see that edible oh, sure. lethal for going Oh, no. That just lightens me up. Really? Because I can't, uh, you know, it's very. Yeah. I There's a story. I have. Do you have time for a story? We have all the time. For you, Justin, we have all the time in the world. <laughs> I go to this. This is like my perfect Hollywood story. Yeah. I'm invited to go do stand-up at an AIDS benefit in the hills. Now, Great. why, you would ask, is there stand-up at an AIDS benefit? I couldn't tell you. Yes. AIDS is a very unfunny topic. Uh-huh. But it's going to be – so it's me, mm-hmm. Greg Luganus. Reading doing a up. poem, okay. <laughs> okay. doing a, yeah. <laughs> doing a tight, doing a tight do eight, and then a piece by the guy, Ryan, I can't think of his last name, but he, he's out here all the time, and he, does, he choreographed all the Sia videos. Oh, yes, uh-huh. Hef- Heffington, Hefferton. Yes. 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 And, and his piece is set to music, and then Julianne Moore does a voiceover. So it's wow. very she-she holler. Star-studded. Right, Star-studded. And here's me with my little shekels I'm there <laughs> going to do stand-up at an AIDS benefit. So I get there, and I'm in my pay less heels because I always do. And, and they're like, do you want any food? I'm like, I'm never eating in front of these people. Are you crazy? Yeah, God, no. So— Everybody comes in and all these gay guys come in and they're all kind of just so tailored and neat. And I'm in like a brooch and who knows what's (laughs) happening in my life. And... (laughs) Like Parker Posey was there again uh-huh. and Bruce Falanche and all these people. And they say, All right, Justin, you're gonna go up on stage. So I go up on stage and I think, all right, let's just lean into this. This is an AIDS benefit. Let's mm-hmm. talk about AIDS. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. And I said the only joke I ever heard that was ever funny about AIDS is when I lived with drag queens and when they would you would borrow a dress, they'd go, just don't get AIDS on that.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: And that was more about the dry cleaning than the disease. Yes. And <laughs> Not it did not go over well. Oh boy! But, so I struggle back, and I'm getting some laughs, and I'm doing whatever, and I finish, and I'm fine. Yeah. And Greg LuGanis like walks up, and he's like, Ew. and he goes and reads his poem, and I was like, thanks, Greg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I hightail it out of this party. I oh no! Leave immediately, because I'm just so embarrassed, and I, oh, what am I gonna do? But I don't draw I didn't drive at that point. So I had to go get an Uber, and I'm in the hills so high that I have no reception. Yeah, boy. So I walk down this kind of winding oh, street no. in heels. In pay less Heels. In Payless Heels. And I finally get reception, and I'm sitting on a guardrail outside somebody's house with my phone and my heels in my hands. And everybody starts peeling out of the party. All these gay guys start coming out of the party. And there I am, like a hobo, (laughs) sitting on a guardrail. But some people they were like you were very funny and then drove by me oh, you nice. know that's nice that's nice but that's my Hollywood life <laughs> wow. really just oh, sitting on a guardrail so
1: glamorous
2: oh, oh real oh, glamorous Justin
1: <laughs> I want to ask you before we go Please. um that we, we touched on it earlier but that when we when we got um, your bio from yeah. your I don't know from a publicist or someone that you know normally in the bio there are only so many different ways you don't want to repeat the person's name over and over again so you're thro- so it, it, it became very clear right away that the pronoun of choice was they because yeah. at, at, because it's oh I mean, three paragraphs you don't you know you can only use Justin so yeah, many three times three paragraphs it's, yes. have a, yeah yes, oh, okay storied career storied <laughs> um, but at what point did you decide uh, that that was your your pronoun
2: um, you know it was this well it, it in a bad way in a really in a bad way I went to I did a show in San Francisco and I was talking about. The show was kind of about my love of bad girls mm-hmm. and and how they had been an influence on my life. Bad girls meaning like just tough girls, like girls that didn't like girls that you knew in high school that like got pregnant and didn't give a shit, mm-hmm. and you know always had the best booze and mm-hmm. like I just loved those and I love them as an adult women. That's I love them. Same. I love them. And I thought it's really hard to be a bad girl in the world. And I I wanted to do a show that kind of celebrates that a little bit. And I did it. I had always kind of – I'd felt really kind of – I'd been kind of gender nonconforming for a while just in my dress and how I live in the world and didn't really think much of it. And then this – somebody reviewed the show and they said, well, the only reason he gets away talking about women like this is because he's a man who doesn't want to sleep with them. And I thought, well, that really misses the point. Mm -hmm. Um, because that was not what the show was about, yeah. and and I got upset about it, and I thought, you know what, I have to, I think I have to more publicly kind of take myself out of that game. Like you don't get to, like I'm not living that, right? I'm not living. I'm not trying to be a misogynist in any way. I'm trying to, if anything, I want to be an ally to women, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be on an opposite side of them ever. Yeah. yeah. So it was really kind of it was matching what I had really lived with for a while to a a political stance that I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I don't, I'm not on that side anymore. And so did you, I mean, did you, did you sort of embrace a new label or? or? No, I mean, it doesn't feel like a change to me. Like uh, it gets weird to me when people say, oh, you're a dude, like, Like when I first came out to Los Angeles and people were calling me man and dude, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Do I look like anything like that? But to them, I do. And so, you know, now I have a little bit more of agency where I could be like, that's not, let's not do that. You know, you don't have to call me ma'am, but (laughs) I'd prefer it. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, it just kind of became a decision that, That really, I think, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, I I'm kind of feeling like it's only time to double down more. Mm -hmm. Like everything's getting really spooky, and everything's, you know, we're all being told like we have to be reason. I don't, I don't think we have to be reasonable anymore Mm because nobody's being reasonable with us. Yeah. So I think it's time to really get crazy, be the faggot you want to be. I know people don't like that word, but I do. I love that. I part. love it.
1: I have, have a very straight uh, girlfriend who, some in in privacy, has been given permission to call me a faggot because it makes <laughs> me laugh so. Because she means
2: it kindly. Of course. Yes. I've never used it as a pejor. Uh, never no, as no, a no. bad thing. I've always been like that faggot. Look at her. Yeah, I'm so proud. It's the best. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> I never think I've never said it as a bad thing. No, I've always said it as a thing. nice thing. A so embrace yeah. it. Absolutely, let get gayer, get gayer, because it all could be gone tomorrow. We could be in a camp in Reseda in three weeks. Oh God! I mean, by it'll the time, be, time this airs, by the time who knows what's going to happen? to Us? Yeah. It's so right next beat.
1: Uh, I hope that when we are in that camp in Reseda together, that you still are able to wear oh, your sure. Payless shoes.
2: Sure. And- let me tell you when when. <laughs> When the great concentration, gay concentration camps come, you're going to want me in the camp with you, at least early on. Yeah, Yeah. there'll be a Jerry Herman sing along. (laughs) We'll kind of keep spirits up and then, you know, die horribly. (laughs) Until
1: then, (laughs) we're we're not going down.
2: Absolutely. Without a show. Oh, not. I, well, I, right before he got elected, I used to make this joke. I was like, listen, when we get loaded on the trains, it's going to be really terrible. But you know it's also going to be kind of fun Yeah, because it'll be like we're all going to Fire Island. And then Fire <laughs> Island turns into doom, which yeah. often happens at yeah. Fire Island. So. It's been my personal experience. Yeah, always. Always. That's why I always think of those places like people are like, oh, are you coming to Palm Springs Pride? And I'm like, why do I want to travel for – a destination misery. I just heads. have misery at home. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go there and like, oh, expected to do this. Oh, no. That's yeah. where
1: all of us with seasonal affective disorder go to get away from this. To what? To what? Does it are, work uh,
2: for a couple of days? A couple yeah, of days. you get a little it burst. Comes back worse, Yeah, sure. worse. Exactly. <laughs> Justin, thank you for being here, ma'am. Thank you. Oh, thank you.
0: It has been a pleasure.
2: Thank you very Come
0: much. Come back anytime. I would love to. I would
2: say you are one of my favorite faggots of all time. Oh my god! <laughs> my mother's gonna be so proud. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks. She
1: Justin Sarah, Justin, Justin, Justin They are a superstar They are a dream guest And by the way, we should have mentioned that uh, they're the author of several uh, YA novels There's a series of four and a couple of them are already out Definitely check those out Follow Justin on, online and mm-hmm. on everything um, for more good times Follow him on the street, but do it in a non-threatening way Yeah and You'll um, want to Follow us
0: uh, at Pod. Yes, please. Uh, leave a uh, review on uh, Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Yes. We want to so thanks nice. everybody at Earwolf. Thank Colin you so Anderson. Chris Bennett. Tina Wickens. Ryan Connor, uh, Ben Wise for the music. Yes. And you for listening.
1: Thank you, guys. We'll be back. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Thanks, Dave.
0: I am a great cook. That's true. So I hear I'm a fantastic cook, and as I know intimately, great cooking is part art mm. and part science. Profound. Uh, the jewel sous vide by Chef Steps takes care of the science. You uh, you submerge your meat, your fish, your poultry into a bath of water. They heat it up to the exact doneness temperature. I mean, you put a bag around it. You don't just, like, put chicken in water. Yeah, of course. You're not an animal. It's very simple. Uh, but they they use precise temperature control. So I put in my chicken thighs. I heat them up to 160. That's exactly the right doneness level. I throw them on the grill. I'm, get a little sear. Mm. I want those chicken thighs. They're so good. I do a little peanut sauce. You can do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, get creative.
0: Jewel, Perfect food every time. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E. Use the code HOMOphilia. You get 15 bucks off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com/slash J-O-U-L-E code HOMOphilia. And then we'll compare recipes. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre. Please welcome to the show Norman
2: Lear. <laughs> Who happened to make it also to Gilbert Gottfried and his
0: podcast? Ira Goliath. Very happy to be here.
2: This is Joyce Van Patten.
0: Hi, this is Frank Conniff. Hi, I'm Dee Wallace. Hi, this is Tom Bergeron. Hey, everybody, this is Tommy James. Hey, I'm Clint Howard. Hi there, I'm Jackie the Joke Man Marley. Hi, I'm
1: Bobcat Goldthwait. I don't do that voice anymore. Well, I guess if you gave me money. You're listening to Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast.
2: What an introduction. It gave me shit chills. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, damn, damn. (laughs) Thank you, Johnny
0: Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, available on iTunes, Earwolf, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts can be heard. New episodes every Monday, with bonus episodes on Stitcher Premium every Thursday. Go to gilbertpodcast.com for more info.
1: This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit earwolf.com.